0: No more doll blades and no more problems processing your wild game. To check out all of the products from Outdoor Edge, visit OutdoorEdge.com. And at checkout, enter the discount code NATION30. That's nation 3 for 30% off of your purchase. Welcome to the How to Hunt Deer podcast. This podcast series was designed to educate those who are interested in becoming deer hunters. We cover a variety of topics that will help you become more confident and comfortable in the field while hunting deer. On this episode, we discuss when to hunt. Matt, Hank, and Dan talk about the best time of year to hunt, the best time of day to hunt, and why deer prefer to move during these specific time frames. Timing is everything when it comes to deer hunting, so take notes and enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome back to episode number four. Today we are going to talk about when to hunt, and this is uh, going to be kind of broken down into three, three type of topics uh, or categories. We're going to talk about time of day we're going to be talking about time of year and the frequency of of those hunting scenarios. So, I think the the best thing to do is uh kick it off by talking about uh the time of year that hunting seasons come into play, Matt, and uh why hunting seasons are 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 in these times of year.
1: Sure. Yeah, that um the, the time of year that hunting season is is time for really two reasons um one it's for like looking after the herd the health of the herd and the productivity of the herd um it's at a time of year when deer uh have finished rearing their young they've been the younger are, are fully weaned they're living on their own and it's far enough into the into the time period uh, when the response from that won't be negative It's also timed generally around when the breeding season happens um, because they are now uh, the most vulnerable. And again, trying to to predict and increase or decrease the harvest uh, from the state level at a a management unit or state level, doing it at that time of year, they can really ensure the the most accuracy in terms of being able to predict how many deer are going to be taken in a particular year.
0: Okay. So, so across the entire country that can range from, I think Hank, you mentioned in the, in a previous episode that there's certain States that come in into August, you can start deer hunting in, in late August, uh, in, so it's, it's a fall early winter, late summer t- time frame.
1: Yeah. Generally. I mean, you can legally hunt deer in the United States, depending on the States you choose to go to, um, anytime from late summer, uh, honestly, Uh, all the way through going into February uh, of the following year. It's a pretty long period of time that seasons uh, exist. Uh, Generally, you're not going to be finding uh, deer seasons open um, from March until probably August. That's when seasons are not open
0: yeah so let's break that down even a little further all right so now f- from a from a nationwide standpoint and averages we've just talked about uh the fall being the best time of year and and when the hunting seasons are actually in. Break it down a little bit more of if I am a brand new hunter and I want to have the highest success rate strictly based off of a month or a year, when should I plan to spend more time in the woods than other times
1: so throughout the year um, throughout the season, I should say the, the deer season, um, the predictability and, and when deer are moving is going to vary they're most vulnerable during their breeding season. We, a lot of folks call it the rut, if you haven't heard that term before. So the rut can occur, believe it or not, in a, in a variety of different times. It's not all the same time. It somewhat has a change across the country, North to South. Um, in in many places it is in November, uh, but it again can vary the, the breeding, the peak of breeding can happen earlier than that. And it can happen much later than that. in some States. There are even pockets that happen at different times of the fall. So if I was going to pick when I wanted to be out, it would be trying to find out when the peak of breeding is in that particular place. Right. Um, it's, it's, it's when they're most vulnerable because they're most active, they're okay. going to be running around the most during daylight hours and uh, the time of day. Uh, when you're hunting, you can't hunt at night. You, you can only go out during daylight hours, and that is when I would try to be, maximize that. However, that said, earlier in the year, um, deer may be a, a, a little bit more predictable in terms of their movements. Um, and they, they vary throughout the year. During the late summer going into early fall, uh, their movements are a little bit more. Shorter, they're just traveling a little bit less, but they're more predictable. It's less chaotic, so you may see deer routinely in the same place over and over and over again, um, but the time a period that that lasts is pretty short. Um, so early, early in the deer season, again, depending on where you are, it's predictable. You may be able to say deer are coming to this field every night, and if I sit there, I might see deer. Um, that transitions throughout most deer seasons to a period of. Uh, reclusiveness, you don't really see deer as often as they're changing, their foods are changing, their behaviors changing because they're preparing for the breeding season. And then during the peak of breeding, when that happens, um, their vulnerability is high because they're running around chasing each other, trying to breed, uh, but it's more chaotic. It's less predictable. So you just sit as long as you possibly can during the breeding season because you may see something at any point of the day because they're just basically... They throw, as they say, caution to the wind. The deer are just running around. Yeah, um, and it's a fun time to hunt because yeah. you you may maximize how many deer you see,
0: and you get to learn about deer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know this is uh, kind of off topic, but the more the more time you are able to look and see deer how they react in their environment The the more you'll learn about them and the more that you learn about them it's going to allow you to put yourself in better positions and understand how they move throughout different times of year better or worse than other times of year so uh, I don't know that's just one thing I wanted wanted to add in but let's talk about as far as time of year right you mentioned Matt you mentioned food source uh, like talking about how their food sources change a little bit throughout the year Um, Hank from from your experience why don't you talk a little bit about how food certain times of year may dictate their movement whether it's uh, you know a late summer to potentially uh, a winter type uh, food source which dictates their movement even through maybe their breeding season
2: sure well um you know that would vary a lot depending on where you are in the country and, and what kind of habitat you know you're hunting on but um you know typically think of summer everything's green lots of growth i mean there's a lot of uh you know food on the landscape for deer to they're eating and you know as it, as the seasons change a lot of that you know dies back for the fall but then you have you know mass producing trees whether it be fruit or nuts uh, Will begin to drop their food, and that's kind of seasonal food for deer. Uh, they they key in on, on certain species more than others. It's, you know, as the timing is for that kind of mass drop, but also they have preferences on acorn species and that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, this is a good spot to ask locals, you know, as you meet through your course of hopefully getting a field, you'll meet other hunters. But, um, you know, we have some resources that kind of list some regional um you know food sources and how that works and what what you should look at whether you're in southeast or midwest or, or northeast but you know during that hunting season as, as Matt mentioned the deer patterns change and the deers you know and much of that is related to the food sources changing um and and you know this is like kind of wood smart and it's something that you're really going to build over your years of hunting yes. you're gonna just like you were saying like observing deer let, let's be honest you're going to see a lot more deer than you're ever going to shoot at and, and and you just build you start building that resource in your brain of i saw that deer eating this or i saw them moving here and 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 you just build that over time and uh, you know it's something that's going to take time you're going to make mistakes you're going to spook deer whatever um but you're just going to learn how the deer use the property that you find access to and when and and what they're keen in on, hopefully.
1: And, and we, we have a future um, episode in the series where we'll talk about how to read that sign and be able to to kind of key in on that. Mm-hmm.
2: But it's yeah. it's just something you've got to learn where you're hunting. What, yeah. What those food sources is what what makes the deer do what they do. Um, yeah. And you know, I can't I can't really give an honest answer. Like this is what what the deer do in, right. in different spots. What,
1: one thing that is predictable throughout the season uh, as. Uh, the food sources change; they're changing. Um, we'll talk about deer biology at some point, and like how home range and movement kind of shifts with those foods. Um, but one thing that is predictable that you could put money in the bank on is that deer are most active at certain times of the day, yes. and that actually is consistent throughout the season. Um, they are most active around dawn and dusk, and it's really built on their response. They're a prey animal; um, it's their response to uh, being safe and reducing risk of being predated on Mm -hmm. so being killed so deer the way they they are most active is um they will be in a setting of uh reclusiveness they're they're bedded down um they're they're animals like cows they have four chambered stomachs that they can eat a lot ingest a lot and then they they will go into safety and will regurgitate and eat that food so normally around daybreak deer are feeding um, they're up on their feet, they're eating um, around dawn. Um, as kind of the, the daylight uh, comes on stronger, they go into safety and to cover. And then in the middle of the day, they're, they're bedded down and they're digesting that food and uh, resting. And then around dusk, they're on their feet again and they're eating. And then they kind of go into a period of reclusiveness and bedded down in the middle of the night. They're more active at night in the middle of the night than they are in the middle of the day so um, they may be in cover but they'll stand up they'll eat a little bit and it's because it's dark out you know they're they're the safest then um, so they are there that is a very predictable pattern no matter if it's early in the deer season or it's the middle of the breeding or it's late in the deer season they are most active at dawn and at dusk um, so when you're trying to determine when to hunt some of the best times to hunt is to get out there before daybreak. Early morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you need to think about how long it takes to, to arrive to your stand, so you plan all that. But get there before the sun comes up uh, or around when the sun is coming up and when it's legally able to harvest a deer, um, and you can see deer, that's when they're going to be most active. And after a couple hours in the morning, um, you may not see deer first off, but if if you get to mid-morning there's a pretty good chance they're bedded down at that point someplace you may have not seen a deer but they're bedded down and then again at the end of the day getting out early enough in the afternoon that you're sitting there you're quiet and you've been there for a period of time before dusk arrives um, so that the woods calm down and that's that's another good time to hunt so those beginning minutes an hour hour and a half of the day and the very end is when deer are most active
2: well it's important to note Um, you know, there is legal shooting hours in most states and we can, it's not every state, but it's, it's the vast, vast majority is, uh, 30 minutes before legal sunrise, which you can look up on your weather app or whatever. Um, and 30 minutes after legal sunset is, is legal shooting hours. And it's something you'll learn about in hunter education, but New York is different. Um, there are a couple states that are different, but the vast majority, those are legal shooting hours
1: and which means it changes every day because the sunset and right. the sunrise changes every day so the time that you can hunt adjusts as the season goes on
2: yeah absolutely
0: and another thing to mention there is just because it's at a certain time doesn't always necessarily mean that it, it you can shoot i mean it could be really cloudy someday and that could have an effect on your weapon right so um that that might have an impact as well or
1: or vice versa the the shooting time may expire you're sitting there in the stand in the afternoon but the it's a full moon out and it's really clear exactly you can see a deer and it's within range but that time has gone by so it's no longer legal to shoot that deer absolutely so there's a lot of watching your watch or your phone yeah what time it is when you're when you're following the rules to see exactly what time it is. Absolutely.
0: So what we've gathered here so far is that the best time to be in a tree stand is during the breeding season in the mornings or in the afternoons, right? If if we are going to put a statistic or uh, play the odds and the best odds to be in a tree stand or in the field or in a ground blind, wherever you're hunting is going to be in it in their breeding season, morning or afternoon.
1: Yep, and in a lot of states, the opening day of the firearm season is usually uh, right in line with the peak of the breeding season. Yeah, and why would that be? Is because the majority of the deer harvest in many states happenings that happens those opening weekends, and that's the most predictable way that a state can assure that they're taking their harvest at certain times. People hunt earlier and later but the majority of hunters will be out on their opening day of their firearm season in most States. And, uh, the percentages vary, but there's a lot of deer taking those two days um, because people are not working. It's a weekend. It's the peak of the breeding. And those times of those, those two days during the opening weekend of the firearm season, dawn and dusk, there's a lot of, a lot of the harvest occurs.
0: Right. Okay. So this is where we start getting into a lot of opinion right we can we can sit here and we can talk about the best times to be in the woods uh as far as statistics in the breeding season and uh you know time of day right those things are all predictable now we start getting into opinion based uh, i guess theory or um strategy or whatever and that comes around temperature um heavy wind versus light wind, rain, weather. Let's just say, call it weather patterns. Yeah. Right. So, um, based off your knowledge, Matt, do you, can you talk about, do deer move more or less in certain temperatures or wind heavy versus uh, light wind or rain versus no rain or any type of weather patterns?
1: So, uh, generally the opinion of many hunters is that it affects, uh, affects deer movement, but there's been, there's been quite a bit of research on uh, whether it has it And the research stems from all types of landscapes and environments. There's been research out of Texas. There's been research out of Pennsylvania, um, you know, Midwestern research uh, looking at where they actually put radio collars or GPS collars on deer um, and watched how often they move uh, during those, those events. And as far as we can tell, Um, it does not influence deer movement. Now there are some extremes, um, where you might have like a hurricane come in and deer movement kind of subsides, but there's no pattern there. Um, there's no, if it gets really windy, deer don't move. Um, or they only move into a certain wind direction. If that was the case, deer would really have a difficult time living. Um, or when it's a cold front comes through, um, you know, temperatures dropping, um, deer do, do get on their feet more. Um, so science has not shown that Uh, that is the case. However, you know, that opinion exists and I, to, you know, from somebody that's hunted a long time and around this table, we've all hunted a long time. There's something to say that you feel like that it must have, have an impact. Um, it's hard to say whether or not that's true or not, but science hasn't shown it.
0: All right. So let's, uh, Hank, let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about weather patterns and let's let's just say you're you're watching the news and and you want to know when you should go out and hunt let's talk about your forecast showing that a rainstorm is going to come through and maybe the temperature is going to drop or it's going to rise or whatever is there a time throughout that process that might be greater than another to be in a tree stand or uh, out on the field hunting
2: i you know i think that comes down to a lot of opinion again i think your best times are the time of day early and late in the day um i have my personal preferences though i mean if you're going to sit in an uncovered deer stand you probably don't want to be out there in a downpour just personal preference Mm -hmm. but i enjoy hunting in a light rain um i think it makes it quiet for me to move through the woods um i i you know i it's something i enjoy um I, I tend, you know the hot temperatures especially in the southeast aren't as much fun if it's really hot i really don't think deer move as much or they move later in the day but again that's not proven or anything yeah. so um really I'll, i like to say hey you can't kill them from the couch you know if you got if you got time to get out there go get out there you're better off you know your, your chances increase greatly if you actually go afield but um but I mean, there, there's a lot of opinion out there. The, the YouTube, I, I wouldn't recommend YouTube in this topic. Exactly. But, um, it'll get it'll get deep quick. But um, but there there is a lot of science out there. and Matt, Matt's the better expert for this one.
1: Well, although it's hard to predict it, I will say I do consider it. Yeah. And specifically when I talk about that, I'm thinking wind um you know i'm i'm looking at wind and and let's say the wind is picking up or dropping um i'm not going to say oh i can't go hunting today because it's doing one or the other but i will consider it so deer have uh, major senses that allow them to survive and being able to smell is is right. one of them and so where i hunt we're talking about when to hunt but where i hunt um, I will pay attention to the wind. I don't want to stand in a, in a location or sit on the ground in a place where the wind is blowing to where I expect deer to see. Yep. So I try to strategically figure out where where I can be, where it's blowing towards me and away from where I expect to see deer. Yep. You, know, you can't always predict where you're going to see deer. They can pop up anywhere, but I try to, I try to use that in my strategy. I'm assuming we all do. Yes.
2: Yeah. And also how you approach the stand. You got to think yeah. about where your wind's going as you approach the stand. Um, I think I, I really think a lot of success and failure hunting comes down to actually getting to your spot.
0: Yeah, and here's what I'll say on the on the weather situation. And what we have here is again opinion. What I am not the I, I agree with everything Matt has said about time of year and time of day. However, I feel there is a, uh, um, if you had to choose, uh, let's just say a really hot day versus a, a day where maybe a thunderstorm has just rolled through or it's about to roll through. I feel that if I had to choose between those two days, I'm going to choose the day where the rainstorm might be coming through. For some reason, my experience in the woods tells me that that's a better day. Now I have no scientific facts to, to apply to that, that uh, statement, but my experience in the woods tells me that that is a better day to hunt.
1: It's a head scratcher. I'll say from the kind of the research background that I have, when I see a study that they have literally a, a GPS collar on hundreds of deer so they literally know within a couple of meters of where deer's standing to the minute, to the hour. And they compare that to weather as it comes through and they don't see any change between yes. weather events. And then me as the hunter being a field and seeing what I think and observe as deer movement changes based on weather, it feels like that doesn't fit. Yeah. But the science side of me says, well, they, they, they've done this and they've done it in more than one location. But yeah. Um, that might be one of those things where I feel like that's gonna increase my chances so I go afield and I happen to see deer. Um but confidence. Yeah, Again, yeah, or confidence. just putting myself in the situation, you know, yeah. like I'm yeah. actually out there. Whereas if it's ninety five degrees I'm not. Right. Um but it I wouldn't get too especially it doesn't matter if you're a new hunter or a veteran, too tied up in that other than knowing the the things that are most predictable. Um, and things that you can control, right. like I'm not going to stand or sit on the ground in a place that I know my, the wind is going in a certain direction. Right. Uh, and, and it's going to decrease my chances. I expect a deer to come right out there and the wind is going that direction. I know what's going to happen from past experience. Deer is going to walk out there and stick its nose up in there and say, I smell something and then they're bound off.
0: Yeah. And we're definitely going to get into that, uh, in another, uh, mm. another episode, but when it comes time to actually, you've determined that you've you've found a day that you want to go out and hunt. How early, Hank, should we get to the location that we want to hunt? And how late do we stay? Whether that's a morning hunt or an afternoon hunt, or in some instances, a, a midday hunt.
2: I think most traditional thought there would be to arrive early enough before legal shooting light to get in and let everything kind of settle down, you know, get in, sit there for, you know, 20, 30 minutes in the dark kind of thing. I have to admit, I'm guilty of going in later than that. Sometimes, sometimes I like to wait till I can see just a little bit to walk in. Um, it probably isn't as productive, but it's something that I like to do. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, time spent in the stand is probably situational to, the commitments you have that day but and typically i probably sit a couple to a few hours um if i'm hunting in the morning or evening uh, that's kind of what i time myself on is a, you know, a couple hours if i can make it but it it's really some people can sit in a deer stand all day and enjoy it and and some people just aren't built that way and i I'm, i've got plenty of hunters i know that can barely make it an hour in a deer stand <laughs> yeah um but, you know, to each his own. And, uh, you know, if you're seeing deer, you'll sit longer. I yeah. Mean, it's a situation. Uh,
1: and, and it's supposed to be enjoyable, right? Yeah, so absolutely. If, you're, if you're uncomfortable and you're not having a good time, leave. Uh, that That's as easy. Or if you don't like going in or if, you, if you're, you know, people are afraid of the dark. If you don't like walking into the dark, I bring a headlamp and a flashlight with me so it doesn't bother me. But I know hunters that don't like that. Don't do it. Yeah. Um, don't Don't do something that you don't want to do. Um, I will say, in terms of the vulnerability um, and how early and how late with deer with the peak rut, there are, there are times early in the season and and late in the season when I know that their sensitivity to, you know, noise or change or whatever in the woods, I am very cognizant of that, and I try to decrease deer knowing that I'm there. But when it is the peak of the breeding, when they do throw that caution to the wind, you literally could can hunt any time of the day, yeah. you know, there's still peak movement. It's going to be at dawn and dusk, but if, if I only can walk in when the deer are supposed to be not moving during the peak of the rut, that all goes out the window. Yeah. You you could walk in. And I know we's, we've experienced this. Uh, all of us have where it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving at a time that's unconventional or I'm walking in at a time that's unconventional. And I see deer because they are literally at the peak of that breeding running around trying to find a mate and they don't pay attention to as many things as they would at other times of the year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think one thing that's important to touch on here is why, why are the mornings and why are the evenings, um, the, the best to hunt? And we've touched on that. That's when deer move, but where are they going where are they coming from and where are they going to Mm -hmm. in respect to morning versus afternoons?
1: So the food source is going to dictate where they're going to. um, And that's going to change throughout the year. So Hank talked about that earlier in the episode, um, you know, what those food sources are available. So that, that changes throughout the year. Generally when they're in the, the bedding stage of the day where they're, where they're in, in cover, they like to go to places that, uh human human presence is lower generally um you know where there's they're not getting um bumped or you know somebody's not bothering them um, if you're they're not going to go to some place where humans are a lot and generally the visibility is lower so that that condition could be anywhere i mean it could be in a in a chunk of forest that has good uh, good cover in terms of like it 's been cut over or it 's a clear cut or there 's pockets of brush and 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 uh, down tops. it could be a wide open forest if people aren 't going in there they just aren 't getting pressured by by people. It could be in the middle of a field. Not a, not a open field in terms of like low grass, but it could be a like tall grass. It could be next to a house. There's lots of studies that have shown GPS collar data where you look at these maps and deer will go into um, a place where people are not hunting, um, which could be like in a housing development in a little block of timber in the middle of that. So um, generally they're going to places where people aren't and they feel the most secure because of visibility um, and that, that varies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think this is, you know, I think this is a great place to kind of wrap it up because for the beginner, for a simple first time hunter, I think we've really expressed that the time of year and the time of day really dictate when your best odds are for, uh, you know, for connecting with a deer when you're trying to, to shoot and kill it. And that is... During the breeding season, morning and afternoon, and just because it 's not the breeding season doesn't mean that you can go out and enjoy yourself in that early uh in that early season time frame in that late summer early fall september october time frame, depending on when your your state allows hunting but um uh the mornings and the afternoons are better, but I will tell you as someone who is passionate about hunting, I love being outside any time in the tree stand any time in the ground blind any walking around the woods is a good time to be out and to be hunting so if your schedule doesn't allow you to be you know to hunt in the morning or in the afternoon there are opportunity, other opportunities to just get outside and hunt and mm-hmm. enjoy yourself and and I think one thing that we're going to talk about later is that the act of hunting for me anyway, is more than just the success or failure of killing an animal or killing a deer. It goes a little bit deeper than that. And that's, that's, uh, that's my opinion on, on that topic. But Hank or Matt, is there anything else we really need to cover about when to actually hunt before we wrap this episode up?
2: No, but I think what you just hit on I mean, I think it's important for the people to realize that you know you're not going to harvest a deer every time you go out um, thats does not what judges the success of my hunts and uh and really you know hunters spend a lot of time afield without harvest yeah and, and that's you, you need to go into it understanding that
1: yeah and and, and uh accept it and not only accept it kind of like wrap your rounds around mm-hmm. arms around it and just say. Um, I'm out. You know, it's when I can get out. And uh, if, if success is a part of the motivation of why you go, you just kind of organize your day and your schedule to try to maximize that. But um, certainly when to hunt, uh, I wouldn't overthink a lot of it other than know, knowing kind of the, the sideboards to it and saying, okay, I know uh, I may not be the most, it might not be the best chance to get a deer, but I'm going out and I'm going to enjoy myself.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you want to find out more information and utilize additional resources, visit DeerAssociation.com Hunting 101. There you will find links to the YouTube series, Guide to Successful Deer Hunting eBook, New Hunter Sign-Up Sheets, and Deer Hunting 101 courses. Additionally, you can listen to more outdoor-themed podcasts at SportsmansNation.com, on iTunes, or anywhere you download your podcasts.